0: Tonight is study number 5 of Genesis chapter 11. We're going to be reading verse 6 and 7 to begin with. And Jehovah said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do. Now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech well i'd like to take a look at this from a different perspective in uh, our study tonight and and that is from the vantage point of looking at how god speaks of language in the bible concerning the biblical language and and how Not being able to understand it, it is really a form of judgment. For instance, when we go to Matthew 13, and beginning in verse 10, it says, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. Jesus is answering the disciples question. Why do you speak in parables? Which is really a great question that if only the churches would have asked that, they may have, um, been able to understand the Bible much better than, than they were, they were able to throughout the entire church age. Because the reason Christ speaks in parables is to teach, um, the, the reader of the Bible. He's the word and, and he's teaching the reader of the Bible how to understand the word of God, the Bible. And, and it's from Genesis all the way through Revelation that this is the way God wrote the Bible. He spoke in parables. He hid truth and the point that Christ is saying in Matthew 13 is it's given to you. That is the the apostles who really are representing those people that God saves. It's given to the saved people of God to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it's not given. And in other words... Jesus is telling them, to you, the ability to understand, to decipher, to know what is being said in the Bible. Basically, he's telling them, it's given to you to understand the language of God found in the Scriptures. To them, it's not given, meaning they will not understand the language of God found in the Scriptures. We thought of this as um, an earthly language. It's as though God uh, speaks English. Let's just use that example. And and the Bible is written in English, and it's given to the the saved people of God to understand English. But to all the other people of the world, they speak Whatever language, it's not English. They, they speak every other language but English. And to them, when they come to the Bible, they cannot understand it because it's in English. And yet the Holy Spirit that God gives his people is basically a translator that translates the word of God into a language that they understand and they're able to decipher. They're able to see the spiritual truth. Of course, um, that might confuse some people more than help them. The language of the Bible, it, even though it's originally written in Greek and Hebrew and some Aramaic, the language of the Bible really is spiritual. That would be the language of the kingdom of heaven, the language of the uh, heavenly city of New Jerusalem. The language of God, God is spirit. He speaks spiritual. We live in whatever country we live in. We speak that country's language. God lives in the spiritual kingdom of heaven. He speaks spiritual. The Bible is written by God. It's the word of God. And, and that's why Romans said the law is spiritual. It's why first Corinthians chapter 2 says and and sometimes i i might misquote this and and i know others do too it says in 1 corinthians 2 in verse 13 which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth but which the holy ghost teacheth comparing spiritual things with spiritual and sometimes i say scripture with scripture and that's Synonymous, There, there is actually nothing wrong with saying Scripture with Scripture because Scripture is spiritual. The law is spiritual, and and all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's God-breathed, therefore it has the Spirit of God within. Every word of God in the Bible is therefore spiritual. And in order to come to truth, to define words, and and develop doctrine, we compare spiritual with spiritual. Scripture with Scripture is how that works out. and And then the Holy Ghost teaches, because it's his language. The Holy Ghost is God. God is spirit. He speaks spiritual. That is the language of the kingdom of heaven. And in, in, in order to translate as we spend our time um, at eBible, and, and, and people do this for various reasons all over the earth, we have uh, a teaching uh, in English. Well, we translate it to Spanish. We translate it to Chinese. We translate it to Amharic. There's a translator. The translator is an individual who speaks both. He, he speaks English so he can understand the study that was given in English and he speaks Amharic. And, and so he takes the word spoken in English, finds the equivalent Amharic word and makes the translation. The Holy Spirit is our Translator, he takes words that that had to be written in a human language, and and the Bible, even in the original Hebrew and Greek and Aramaic, those were human languages, languages um, that people of the earth understand, and and, and uh, those languages were translated into English and Spanish and Chinese and Russian. And everything else. And, and so as we read our English Bible, we're reading an English translation, English language, Spanish language. And we're also, as we read first Corinthians two or Matthew 13 or wherever we're reading, when, when we just read the context, yes, the word is spiritual, but It needs to be translated to us. There needs to be provided spiritual definition to the words so that we can understand not what it means to us in our language, but what it means to God in his language. His language is spiritual. And and that's why we translate. Using the method of translation God has given us to translate really uh, something that is in earthly language, natural language and and the Bible's written in that language and then we we compare it spiritual with spiritual scripture with scripture, and the Holy Ghost begins to translate the Holy Ghost begins to define words and terms, and then we begin to have a a sort of a coded message revealed to us. We have the parable uh, revealed to us. The, The mystery of the word is open to us, and we begin to understand. Oh, okay. That's what rain means in the Bible. Rain identifies with doctrine in the Word of God, and clouds identify with God's commandments. And the sun, S-U-N, in the sky, is a type and figure of Christ and of God himself. And the moon is a representation of the law. And uh, you, you just go on and on with words that have earthly, they're written in an earthly, understandable Language, Hebrew, Greek, or translated into our English. There, there's an earthly level to what they mean, to, to how they can be understood in the world. Yet when we search out the word sun, uh, we find in Psalm 84, the Lord God is a sun, S-U-N, and shield. There is a defining term for that word, that and that we find God often does that. Now we see, when we see sun in the sky, that the Lord God is a sun. Oh, yes, he's the light of the world. And now we, we've been given biblical definition. We can understand wherever we find the word sun. It's just like when you learn a foreign language and someone tells you, this is how you pronounce a word. This is what the word means. And then you have a text, and, and and there's a thousand words. You can't understand any of them, but whenever you come across that one word, oh, I understand that word. And okay, now you're beginning to learn. And in order to learn that language, now you have to increase your vocabulary. You have to learn a second word and a third word. and And so God, through his Spirit, begins defining his own terms Jerusalem Jerusalem can be well could be the Old Testament city the 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 Jews that inhabit it can be Old Testament Jews but then we learn it can represent Jerusalem below the church Jerusalem above the eternal church consisting of all that are saved and Judah the people of Judah the Jews Yes, historically, there's an understanding regarding them. But spiritually, we are a Jew if we have been circumcised in the heart, not of the flesh, but of the heart, when we become born again. So God speaks of spiritual Israel in Galatians. And we slowly, slowly, that's why Bible study is so difficult, takes so long... To do because basically we have to learn the whole language in order to learn the Bible and what it's saying. You have to learn the language of God. You have to learn to speak or, or at least to understand the spiritual language of the kingdom of heaven. And of course, this is where the corporate church fails miserably, has failed, and and it's over and done with. But there was a time when, uh, during the church age, they had some insight, some understanding, but it was always partial. They never grasped what Jesus was saying regarding learning the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. To you it's given, to the rest it's not. And so they developed earthly, natural-minded ways of understanding the Bible, of interpreting the Bible, and their hermeneutics were very earthly based, natural minded, and it of course is even much worse today, where if you come across a statement and and it has a plain literal meaning, well you have to accept it is what they say. You look for no other meaning. It is guaranteed to keep Those who believe and who are instructed in those kinds of things in a physical, worldly, earthly mindset and Christianity becomes just like any other religion of the world. It does not transcend the natural realm. It does not enter into the spiritual arena where God dwells in a spiritual kingdom and speaks in a spiritual language. They cut it off. And, and therefore they're cut off from God based right from the start on their inability to properly understand or decipher. They cannot properly translate the Bible into its spiritual tongue, and that's the judgment of God. If we go back to Matthew 13, we saw that Jesus said to them, It is um, not given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but then it continues in verse 12. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not. And hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. Now, let, let me just um, interject here for a minute and tell you that I visited other countries. Um, I visited Bolivia, for instance. And and I remember the first time I went, it was back in the year 1994, and, and uh, visited my wife's home in and uh I remember sitting around a table, and I was the only one, well, my wife spoke English, but but the, the only natural English speaker who could not speak Spanish. I, I maybe knew a few words, and you sit at the table, and everyone is speaking rapid fire Spanish. and uh, again, uh, I would pick up a word here or there. but basically, I could hear the words, uh, and yet I heard not. I had no understanding. And, and that's how it is with people and the Word of God, the Bible. Hearing, they hear, yeah, they they read it in church after church. There's all kinds of people that read the Bible. They may read it very thoroughly. They may read it often, and there's not a part they haven't read, but reading or hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand, because they've always heard the earthly written word. They've, When they've heard sun, moon, and stars, when they've heard River Jordan, or when they've heard Moses striking the rock, they've literally heard sun, moon, and stars, and a river Jordan over there in the Middle East, and an ancient... Bible figure, uh, man called Moses that, that smote a rock because he got angry someday. They don't understand types and figures and representations and God himself defining his own words and terms. And therefore they hear a language they understand not. It's just like uh, the ignorance that I would have sitting amongst a a group of Chinese or Russian, or you can name any language in the world, really, I would not understand what they were saying, nor do people understand what God is saying in the Bible, unless there is an interpreter, a translator, to help them in their understanding. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. uh, Compare spiritual with spiritual, the Holy Ghost Teaches, He instructs, He's our guide into truth. He's the one that shows us the language of the kingdom of God. And if you lack the Holy Spirit, yes, he's called the Comforter, but we could also call him the translator, the decipherer, the the one who makes it understandable to our ears, to our minds, so that we can understand what the Bible is saying, if we lack him, th- then you just can't. You just can't. Who understands the things of a man? It says, I think also in First Corinthians chapter 2, in First Corinthians 2, verse 10, I'll start there. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. No man, because we're all natural in our unsaved condition, no one has any spiritual life. And therefore, we certainly cannot speak the spiritual tongue of the kingdom of heaven we cannot understand it, we can, we can hear it as we read the Bible and not hear it, and, and lack all understanding of it. We're completely ignorant of it. But the the Bible is the things of God, and the Spirit of God understands. The Spirit that enters into the one that God saved begins to show, begins to serve as a translator, performs the role of of translation. Here's what the Lord Jesus Christ actually meant when we read of him healing the sick. The the healing of the physically blind points to those that are spiritually blind and they're given sight. Or the deaf, the, the individuals who cannot hear the Bible. When Christ healed the physically deaf, he was demonstrating what God does when he grants spiritual ears to, In salvation and, and again and again with so much with everything in the Bible, the Holy Spirit begins to show us. He's that guide. Remember that the gospel of John says will guide us into all truth and truth. You cannot have truth or understand truth unless you found it in the spiritual realm.